Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. No way. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You ain't full retard, man. I'm your huckleberry. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Hit the lights. It's boner time. Hey, where are the white women at? Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> what is your major malfunction, numbnuts? You have smoked yourself retarded. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. We have a streak that is broken. Ryan was the longest running appearance on the Master Debaters to start. Now he may show up. But he hasn't yet. So he actually outlasted me when, and I created this show. Uh, but I had to miss one. And Joe and Jen so graciously hosted it for me. So this is kind of like full circle here. So this is uh, a little uh, synchronicity. So welcome, Moral Bob from Hidden in Plain Sight podcast and Joe and Jen from the Legit Bat. How are we doing, guys? What's up, brother? Good. How are it you actually doing? is. Uh, fortuitous i guess that i randomly texted you and was like hey we can come on tonight i got off weirdly early today so hey fill in it would have just been you two fucking knobs me, going me back and bob you you could episode. you guys you might have saved the listeners a little because we would have taken them deep into some uh, some hairy it's, waters it would have it would have gotten weird <laughs> we need joe and jen here to regulate because we without- actually compliments when both of you guys have been on our shows we get huge compliments from people regarding both of you so thank you guys yeah but you put us together jen and it's like we we just we explode it's it's that's why i love doing the meeting of the minds once a month we do it with uh with bob and odd man out and ny patriot and man, other than this show, it is my favorite show to do. It's like every month I look forward to that. I'm like, man, because we just do the same thing. We go in with no agenda and the four of us just take it wherever. And we've had, I feel like last week's episode was the best yet. And I'm going to post that as a bonus episode later this week on my feed. But man, I, I, I love these... that one. Yeah, I think it, I think it was on Bob's feed. I listened to that yes. one. I texted yep. him afterwards. I'm like, dude, next time you do that one, do that type of thing. Let me know because I'm down for that. That's every show we've ever done is we just start talking and it goes where it goes. So it's perfect. Yep. We're ready for it. Oh, it's it's so much fun. And 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 I love these little things, you know, and, and Ghost has the tavern over on Friday nights. And it's like, man, all these people are popping up with these little round tables. And it's cool because you get to hear a little bit more. You know, and, and, and you don't have to, for me, it's no work. This is the one place I don't, at all my shows, I'm doing research for days, weeks. It's just a, you know, it's a lot of work. Whereas this, I could just show up now. However, tonight I did want to start with a little video. Uh, and I think you got, you guys were on the tavern Friday night, right? Joe and Jen. Yeah. I don't know if we were on when you. Sh- okay. With- 
So this is probably you got to You got to bear with me for two minutes because the last like five seconds makes this whole video worthy. It's the Indian, the Ukrainian and the uh, what is it? Uh, a a key, uh, Kiev reporter. So let me share this here. All right. And let's go big with this guy. And this looks fun. Don't worry. Just take a just take a bit of a chill pill. I didn't even address the question to you. Relax. Calm down. I don't want to be my country is well, then, Mr. McAdams, Mr. McAdams, if you are so concerned, if you are so concerned about Ukrainians, no, no, hang on, hang on. Mr. McAdams, if you're so concerned about no no hang on, if you're so concerned about Ukraine, get off the fence and send your forces and put boots on the ground. Don't lecture us here in India, okay? I'm not gonna hear your lecture. And if you have really problems, go tell Mr. No, go tell the U.S. I'm president, Mr. Biden, who crashes. No, no, hang on. Who crashes his fancy credentials? No, no, don't, 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 Mr. McAdams, tonight. Don't, Mr. McAdams, tonight. Play the, play the catch for, for the West here. Do not do that. We have no. Hang on, hang on. You are full of guns. You ask those of guns what they have gone through falling off planes because you dumped them. You ask, you ask the African nations. All right. Bear with me. It's going to get good here. Millions and millions of Iraqi citizens because you dumped them. You people, you people have, you people and your colonial agenda, sir. Here we go. Wreck the South, has wrecked the South, has wrecked the East, and don't, don't, don't sit here and lecture us. Don't sit here and lecture us, Mr. McAdams. We shut him down. <laughs> the look on Mr. McAdams, on Daniel McAdams' face is amazing. The man has gone completely ballistic. They have the names wrong, Bob. Right, I know, yeah. Alongside Ukrainians who are being killed. I have not I have not said a word yet. I don't know why you're yelling at me. No, I'm not yelling at you. I'm talking about Mr. McAdams. I'm talking about I Mr. McAdams. McAdams. <laughs> I am Mr. McAdams. Oh. I am Mr. McAdams, and I haven't said a word. So stop yelling at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got that confused. I got that confused. I'm going nuts. Yes, I got that. I got that. That's more than the chief. I love Daniel. Dude, Daniel's legit, man. I oh, he's love so to talk funny, to that guy. man. Oh, it was great. But that guy went on a rant about Mr. McAdams, and they had the boxes, the labels on the boxes wrong. So he's screaming at this Ukrainian guy's going nuts at him. He's yelling at him. Daniel's just, <laughs> Daniel's just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, I am Mr. McAdams. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. <laughs> I haven't said a word yet. Oh, Daniel's a gangster, dude. That but dude is that's that's the kind of shit you get in the news that I, I just laugh yep. at. Like these people are such morons. If if they can't read it on a screen, they don't know what they're talking about. Right. And it's it's oh, it's yeah. based on like I was watching this one guy today. Oh my god, talking about he didn't care if what was going on was fake because he felt that it was real and and he needed to enact revenge because of his feelings and we're like wow that's where we've come to now that be, because you feel this doesn't matter about facts anymore it's all about feelings and and how you well, feel. 
Yeah, and that's they've they've done that through all the programming, through the dumbing down of people through government controlled education. They've done us down to where we can't think. All we can do is feel, right? Like so general the general population operates almost solely on emotion. Yeah. They don't think about anything. Everything is an emotional response. And when everything's an emotional response, it's really not hard to manipulate you. Like, not when you've so been doing it for control. hundreds of years, Bob, right? I mean, when, it, <clears throat> right. when you have perfected the manipulation technique, it's like fishing in a barrel. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of idiots that are controlled through their freaking emotions. Like, I, dude, I've got some young kids. Uh, my oldest are five and ten. And, man, it is, my oldest still doesn't get it. And my, my five-year-old, I'm trying to pound it into his brain that you cannot let your emotions control you. If you let your emotions control you, you are easily, easily manipulated and easily used by people with a, that know how to use it. Like, stop letting your emotions control you. Knock it off. Like, you can be emotional and, and react rationally. Like, you just have to take a beat, think about it for a minute, and then react. And that's where we... we what we don't have today is that right. moment of rational thinking. It's just react off of emotions and that, that instant reaction. Oh man. Think about how many times you react, you've reacted to something and you're like, man, I wish I just took a deep breath. I wish I just yep. walked away. It could have been that simple, but now we're talking about that on a grand scale. You know, we're talking, you know, right. we're talking on a, on a global level in, in some terms, well, and, and we've driven up the ego of everybody to the point that nobody wants to admit they're wrong. When they've done that and reacted immediately out of emotion, then they're, they're so stuck in their ego that they can't go, nope, you know what? I screwed up. I shouldn't have done that. And they just, they, they're like, well, I've already made this decision. So to protect my ego and my feelings and also virtue signal, to where I feel like the hero, I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, have you have you seen that show? Uh, it's called The Brink with uh, Jack Black and Tim Robbins. What? No. Dude, it is. A, it, I, I just found it the other day. I think it's an HBO show. Uh, welcome back, guys. So I don't know what happened. I'm so sorry. Our computer, my computer took a massive dump yes. and then it just logged us out of everything and it, it didn't let me come back on. So anyway, what are sorry, you guys up to? <laughs> just, we're, we're about 13 feet down a hole. Yeah. And, Already and you guys are, you guys are, yeah. no, no, I'm, no kidding. Ta- I'm totally, I'm totally kidding. I was going to say we about, leave uh, you for five fucking minutes. Yeah, no, no, no. There's this show. I just watched it this weekend. It's called the brink with uh, Tim Robbins and Jack Black. And Tim Robbins plays like uh, the secretary of state and Jack Black is like this, you know, foot on the ground state department, nobody. And it's this whole thing about a war, like this, this rogue leader takes over Pakistan uh, and they try and put in their guy. And it's like, it's, it's crazy because there's a little bit of truth. Now, Pakistan's pissed off and they want to nuke Israel. Now, why do they want to do it? They say, because the drones 
that the Zionists have been flying over their head have been using EMF radiation and EMF waves to sterilize their women and emasculate their men. What? Interesting. And it's like, I wonder if there's any truth to that, you know, like, but you know, there's all these little, and then, but they drop these little things in there. And then, you know, these, the, uh, these, uh, what are they? I think they're Navy pilots. They're, they're dope heads, right? They're pill pushers. And, uh, and, and so they're flying these missions all messed up. They accidentally shoot down like a drone, a Pakistani drone. And it causes like the over India or an Indian drone over Pakistani airspace. And so that causes like some big thing. And the U S just denies it. They're like, no, we shot a missile and it went into the ocean. And it was just like typical U S you know, the whole Sounds show, but, it, but it's hilarious. You know, Tim Robbins characters, just like a straight poon hound, uh, you know, drunk cokehead, like just loves to party. Uh, and his wife is actually, I don't know if you guys watched entourage, but the, uh, uh one of the movie head agents, uh, I can't remember her name, but she always used to shit on Eric. Uh, anyway, but she's she plays Tim Robbins' wife, and and uh, and it's 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 an entertaining show. I mean, it's only like I don't know six or eight episodes, and they're like 20, 25 oh, I'll minutes. Have to watch each. it. I'll, I'll pretty much watch anything. Black uh, Jack, Black Jack. Wait, Jack, so Black what Black you're Jack. talking about was just it's a show. It's a show India. on HBO. Yeah, it was. It's old. I don't know. That, I, I I just read an article. India accidentally fires missile into Pakistan just yeah. the other day. <laughs> so I was like, oh, are you talking about something real or something? Okay. So, no, it's a t- so it's crazy because it's like this TV show, but it's kind of based on stuff that would really happen. And then like the the they the U.S. is like trying to replace the leader, and and Israel decides they're going to strike. And it's like it's just it's so wild because it's a real life look behind the curtain, but they play it as a comedy. You know, right. and 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 the, there's like a war hawk in the room and Tim Robbins is kind of the rational guy and the war hawk obviously just pisses all over him. And, uh, you know, they go with the war hawk because he's with Israel and it's it's really <sighs> an interesting show. They tell Weird us stuff. everything. Yeah. I mean, they do. It's frustrating. I can't watch shit like that. I can't. I I should. But it's just. Like, oh, I hate you so it, much. It's it's it, it's crazy. We stumbled upon um we were just cruising through Netflix or Amazon. It was Amazon. Um and we stumbled across like a plethora of virus movies, right? So the main one is called The Carriers from 2009 and the tagline is nothing is more dangerous the only no what is it the only thing more dangerous than the virus is the carriers and they've got masks and fucking everything dude they're trying to get people to stay away from them like it's crazy you know what they're gonna say though that's Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that's what I was just going to say. That that's like that same time that 2009 was the last outbreak, supposedly. Big one, at least. Yeah. You know, the big push because they they do little ones. You know, like they have they'll do like Zika or, they or did Ebola. Measles. That's another funny one. Ebola was one motherfucking dude. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, they had the measles in like 2015 or 16, something like that. Um. But they traced that one back to a vaccinated adult 
that outbreak and it's just like oh okay um and that's why like when i saw the coronavirus shit coming i was like oh here it comes again they're gonna throw out another silly virus dude i just was i wrong on how the world was gonna react to that shit um As far as uh, movies, though, wasn't Contagion one that was kind of big on Netflix or something during 2020? Yeah. I, I remember that coming out about the same time, and it just it just dovetailed so nicely into that great year, 2020, you know, and everyone was talking about, oh, you've seen Contagion and all these, all these different virus movies. And, well, you know, like, like, like walking around not dying? How about that? How about yeah, yeah. your fucking eyes and don't yeah. look at the TV? Oh, <clears throat> a, good, a good show to watch is Utopia. Um, love so, yeah, I love that show. Dude. A Utopia. little on the nose. A little on the nose. I think that's why they didn't make a, a second season to the American version. They just um, needed to yeah. name him Gil Bates. <laughs> I know, dude. It was it was so it's on the nose. Little. I'm sitting there watching it, going, "Come on, <laughs> like, like, what is the only fantasy about this? That there's some girl named Jessica Rabbit out there just slaying people, like." Pretty much. I think we watched that at the near the end of 2020 or something. We watched we're the like, American version only, so I know there's a British version too. British version well. was done in 2013, so okay. it's like significantly newer. Uh, the American version was 20, 2019. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty crazy that that they put that out right like right when Event 201 was happening. <laughs> that one yeah, it's, came out. It's, it's real good watch the british version i'm in my humble opinion the british version is better um but i i recommend watching both because the american version is so on the freaking nose that it's at least worth watching and laughing at well and and what's his name john uh what's the main actor's name john uh he's famous anyway he's kind of sketch anyway uh yeah uh, the Cusack. Weird Aardvark, Cusack, yeah, Joan Cusack's Aardvark looking ass brother. Dude, I love me some John Cusack in the <laughs> 80s, though. You know, freaking Better Off Dead, freaking, uh, what was it? Say Anything. Yeah. No, he's great. He, 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 looks like a, he looks like a mannequin or Gross something. Point Blank is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, I'm a big yeah, John Cusack fan. He's that Keanu Reeves type, though. He hasn't aged since the 80s. <laughs> yeah oh but he dude you he's starting to oh yeah no Either no no. They, now, now they cut like, him off <laughs> yeah the once the once 2020 hit a lot of these guys aged rapidly i don't Isn't know that why have you seen ellen <clears throat> oh my god have you seen the 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 side-by-sides of ellen no oh, here's a weird madonna? one have you madonna. Seen madonna dude madonna doesn't even look like the same person or what it's about not- uh madonna looks person. like her 16 year old daughter <laughs> yeah it, it, like yeah but like with botox injected everywhere no it's like, not because she looks botox. like she's she looks puffy like it's the, weird the, the picture of i saw i saw of her it looks like she was having an allergic reaction it's like uh <laughs> courtney cox the the one from mm-hmm. friends friends she uh she claims that she doesn't even remember being on the show anymore. What? Like she com- she claims she does not remember being on the show. Oh, that's because Here. the one we have now is just a clone. I was going to say it's either a hell of an MK Ultra program or they replace the robot. You know, oh, I thought you were going to get naked there, Bob. Damn. No, this, I, it's a shirt. It's a shirt. It's a shirt. Put the, the tissue away, Joe. Put the tissue away, buddy. 
I'm already Joe, done. What are you talking Joe about? Joe just got real excited. <laughs> I thought you were getting naked, Bob. <laughs> Matt, enable screen share so I can show this fucking weird picture of Madonna. Uh, I know it's not good for audio listeners, but all you have to do is go to her uh, Instagram. Show then, one from now, and then let's show one from like 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I'll try to put them side by side here. She looks like, like she's 100 10 years ago. Madonna she from looks like she's 2017 60. looks Dude. like an old grandma. There we go. And then you get Madonna now. Let's try to find a good one of her. Hang on. Does it's she look like a fucking person? Like Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton looks like a caricature of Dolly Parton. Yeah. Right. You can share, right, Joe? Me... Oh, he's. No. You got to go up to the three dots on the upper right hand of our, our uh, picture. I think that's where it is. We try, try but it doesn't it say. Yeah, there's nothing. It says. <laughs> Still me. don't know how those three sea- seashells work. It's a secret. I'll do this. Hey, watch this. Here's a hack. <laughs> I'm just going to put it up as our background. Uh, oh, I have to do that. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, look, just Google pictures of Madonna from 2017 and then go look at her Instagram. It's fucking wild. When you go up to our the corner of our picture, though, there's not three dots there? Yeah. Matt, the just... Okay, so I just sent you a link, Matt. That's Madonna in 2017. Yeah, it won't let me allow you to share. That's weird. I, 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 if I let... you go down, if you go down to screen share, you should be able to click on just screen. No, share I did. Bottom. I just clicked. Sorry, this is this is great audio for the listeners. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah. Do you ever want to start your own podcast? These Zoom. are the pro- problems you'll run into. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've I've ran into so many problems. I'm just like, you know, it's just well, part of the show now. At least you're not Kyle. From Big Dumb, he lost four oh, episodes. The other I day, what? yeah, he did. He had four of them, and he just had it on his uh, on his machine, and he he left it, and he was like, ah, oh, because he, he kept doing them day after day, and he's like, oh, I'll save it tomorrow, I'll save it tomorrow, I'll save it tomorrow. His machine either rebooted or crashed overnight. Lost them all. He's like, oh, I've, I've had shit like that happen before, where it's just like. Like, a, like if you do a long podcast, it takes Zoom a while to, like, download it and, and give oh, you yeah. the file. And so, like, one night I recorded a podcast and I was like, okay, I'll come back and, and send it off where it needs to go here in a minute. And I went into my room and passed out, woke up the next day. The, it had, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. She looks like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, you uh, but yeah, my I woke up the next day and was like, "Oh shit, my episode!" And I went and my computer had restarted and I lost the whole thing. I was like, "Fuck." Yep, oh. done that. So this is Madonna in 2017. Look at the different features. Look at her nose. Look at her eyes. Look at her eyebrows. Her hair. I mean, just look at her, the general dumpster fire that is Madonna. And then mm-hmm. this is from okay, starting in 2020, she looks like this all of a sudden. Yeah. What? Not a different fucking person. No. Yeah. Check out her Instagram. That's dude. not the same person. The Madonna no, doesn't have. Madonna's boobs are not that big. This now they is are. not fucking Madonna. I'm sorry. No. That's not her. It looks closer to Megan Fox than it does Madonna. Like Megan or Megan Fox. Uh, Madonna has like a. That's Madonna. She's that's very not unique. Madonna. Yeah. No. That's yeah. this is Madonna. She looks like a 16 year old hooker. Isn't that crazy? It looks what? like a mannequin. So yeah, that's bizarre. Go back to like, yeah, she looks fake. Yeah, somebody that, yeah, somebody only... made a clone of Madonna and like 
weird science it where they manipulate her like okay she didn't have big enough boobs before so let's give her bigger boobs and her lips Madonna were made thin, a clone so of herself she, she's go, going full anyone it. listening go to so, instagram and check out her profile or her page what wow, so this is still from 2021 so i had to go back like it was very uncomfortable to sift through madonna's instagram like i'm like i hate this bitch already but i have to look so if you go back far enough she looks you can see the transition different. Well, yeah, because in 2020, yeah. she looked a lot different than that. Yeah, and, and remember in 2020 is when she made that weird video about the in the bathtub and talking about pasta and pizza yep. and shit like that. Like, look at this one. Yeah, there uh, was a- uh, yeah that's no. not Madonna. No. She's like 65. <laughs> that is How? not Madonna. No. That is a... Sometimes no. I wish you put video out, uh, Matt, so people could see this shit. Yeah, it's okay, so she's sixty-three years old. She's sixty-three. We have uh, sixty so, fucking again, three. though, as a proponent for someone saying that you don't have to age the way that society tells you you do. I'm gonna live to be five hundred. Yeah, but they've FYI. said it. They've said that there are things that they take. You know, I mean, it's for sure. No, I know it's so out there. Around. But she's in addition to that, something. how many of them have had? either major sir i you know i'm not into the whole clone thing because i just think it's a little too crazy but i'm it not could be i'm not there yet i'm not saying it's not possible because i've seen crazier but i mean it's just oh we have we for sure have clones among us i'm not Elon even saying Musk, clones, Bob. Gates, i'm saying these could be like, just different people right stand-ins lookalikes you know, yeah, people, that's all it could be. Well, there's yeah. definitely those. There's you definitely know? those. I mean, and and, and like Madonna's still, yeah, there's Madonna still alive, but, but like, this Madonna's living the camera life, right? I mean, it's just. And the, the filters, though, that they have, too, there are filters that Joe and I did face swap, and ew. it makes me look exactly like a dude. Like, I have a picture yeah. of me as a dude, and it's another person. It's obviously not me at all. You can kind of see the features of, like, my eyes. I look, I have earrings in. I look like, hey. But, it could um, just be, yeah, <laughs> but high, I look high-tech like a dude. filtering or, you And know, so whatever. she could, yeah, have some filters going on, plus a bunch of major surgeries. So there right. are realistic possibilities. I have seen people, some videos recently that it was, like, some super young-looking chick, and, and people are like holy shit this isn't my face like this filter isn't me and i'm it's it's the yeah it's that digital version right and it's crazy and that's an interesting thing because uh we were i was i forgot what i was listening to or reading today but they were talking about uh you know back in the q thing they were big into snow white and that was like one of the, the things they would always drop. And, and, and this guy was talking about how Snow White, the significance of that could be how and how it could pertain to what's going on today is Snow White was the first movie where they had layers to the animation process and where they could stack different layers into the film. And from then on, they could start doing it with real film. And, and manipulating real film for the first time and and really start. So Snow White was kind of that key to kick things off to show us that they had this ability now as, you know, to manipulate things through a screen. And, and it was, you know, I, when I heard that, I was like, wow, that's really interesting because I never thought about, you know, looking at it. But then you see those videos Right. Of the guy that runs down. I don't know if you guys have seen where he runs down the street in one it, it, and it's all buildings. Then they reverse him 
and they run them back down the street and the buildings are smoking. Then they reverse them again. Then they run them down the street and the buildings are on fire and smoking. And it's basically showing you how they can CGI a normal scene into like a war zone. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, all of Ukraine not to be, beat a dead fucking horse at this point. But uh, there's a lot of uh, of that going on, in my opinion, over there right now. I think all of it. Well, I don't think right. It's when I say all, I just mean my sister lives there. She's heard explosions. That's the extent of it, though. She heard explosions. Theater. She hasn't, with her yeah. own eyes, seen anything. She has pictures sent to her from people that are like, "Look at this bridge that got blown up." I'm not. I'm not unconvinced that the Ukrainians are the one doing half of this anyway. That um, Azov, because he seems to be in the World Economic Forum. Yeah, the Azovs or whatever too. So I believe there's something going on there. Obviously, it's not what we're told, and probably most of it's just CGI or fake or whatever. Well, if if they crazy. are hearing stuff, it's probably just like they've sectioned off of a you know a section like they do in America when they're filming a movie. You know the the pro- the production company will be like okay, we're going to rent out this block of New York and we're going to do our thing, you know? And so we may have done that in the Ukraine and they're blowing shit up. So people think that shit's going on, but it's just pyrotechnics and they're filming stuff. And And Bob, how easy is it to do that when you evacuate most of the people right now? What do you have? You have empty buildings. So those are just, you know, movie props. That's yep. what it becomes. If there's no real people involved, they're just on movie sets. And how do you, and it's interesting because um, the realized radio uh, human vibration and Rambo had Les Luther on, and he actually went to Ukraine. He went to Kiev because he wanted to see when the Russian tanks rolled in, he wanted to be there and witness it. And he said it was the weirdest thing ever. Cause as he, he rode train from Poland in, and, you know, along the way, he met a couple English speaking guys. One guy was going to, you know, join the fight. You know, this he's like, yeah, I'm going to fight, blah, blah, blah. And, and he's like, OK. And and then he came across all these different people. But what he said is he would he got once he finally got to Kiev, he said there were certain you, you could only go certain places because they set up these roadblocks. And like you're saying, Bob, it's almost like they were cordoning off that scene that area and you weren't allowed to go in there you couldn't you couldn't go into these areas now what he did say is listen i'm not bbc i don't have unlimited budget i don't have you know someone setting up things for me ahead of time security drivers you know having extra cash to pay people at checkpoints to you know look the other way that kind of stuff um but he said that's how they're doing this it's all being done behind a veil nobody's actually witnessing this and i saw an interesting meme the other day they said there's 27 million cell phones in in ukraine and we're not getting any live footage other than what you get on the news we were for a little bit and none of it was anything like what we were being shown on the media where there's a dude walking his dog there's another dude like riding his bike down the hill everything looked fucking normal yeah Who's to say when those were taken, though? Because obviously with the, all the other stupid shit that we've been seeing with the, the video games, the video game footage and the, the footage from like two years ago or three years ago of the woman getting hit and getting all fucked up by a gas explosion. They were saying that was from the Russians. Like, who's to say what, what we're even looking at with any of this stuff? It's all coming through a screen. We're not there. I don't have eyes on the scene. I can't say what's going on any more than anybody else, especially the mainstream media. So who knows?
Well, what we have seen is a lot of bogus footage, like you're saying, like even supposedly there's a video that came out either yesterday or today of Zelensky in the hospital, uh, you know, in the hospital going to, you know, talk to people who have been injured and maimed and, and families of those who have lost people. Well, the person that he's walking in with died February 26th. And he he gave her an honor, you know, one of their highest honors in Ukraine posthumously. So how two weeks later is he walking in a hospital with her if she's dead? So either it's old footage again or, you know, it's it's like, what are you doing? Why? Why? The There's need? old footage of Zelensky, too, from a couple of years ago in like a military garb or whatever. Did you see that one? Yeah, that's from 2018. They were, they were, yeah, they were portraying it as like he's out there fighting with the people and shit. And it's actually from a couple of years ago from something else he did way prior to this. Now, we're closer to where he was playing the piano with his dick than we are with him being out in a war zone right now. Exactly. I mean, because I mean, this it's dude is an actor. Well, and you an see, Jesus did you see? Christ. I don't know if it's real or not, but uh, Jack Allen from C- Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence put uh, had a post up this morning about uh, a Zelensky Netflix thing that's coming out, maybe. And I'm like, well, is it about the actor that he played acting as a president, or is it him now acting as a president? Which one is it? Right. It, it, dude, it's such like, obvious theater. You can't and make it they, up. I think they've realized that they don't have to spend a ton of money doing real war shit. They can save, they can save hundreds of millions of dollars, and they don't care about the lives. You know, they care about saving the money. You know, they see all this money being poured out to military operations, and it's like, well, shit, man, we can save hundreds of billions of dollars if we fake most of it and then we can just pocket that money. Yeah. You know, people still believe it. We really don't have, even have to try that hard on the thinking because most people are stupid anyway. So, you know, we can hire known actors to play, you know, government leaders and nobody's going to care. No. Like, yeah. We follow so easily. You're totally right. I'm not saying that is happening or isn't. I have no idea what's going on. I, we try to do research. We don't really believe anything we see anyway. We're just right. like, That's... so, but what you're saying, it's very true where it, we've watched it happen. So COVID to me was one of those things where a lot of people kind of came out of there like, oh, hold on, what's going on? But when you go back, if you start there and then go back, wow, look at all of the times they've tried to trick us. And then they come out later and release the truth right in plain sight. Like, oh, actually, this happened instead of the thing that we told everybody happened. And we called everybody a conspiracy theory for saying that this exact true thing that we're releasing to you now, you know, happened. So they admit they're, um, that they're lying. And then we just believe it and still keep going. But a majority of the population continues just going oh it's fine i don't even care about that i'm still gonna listen to cnn and that's 100 percent true and i think they just have it in where they're like okay i think we've got like 80 percent of them in like let's just go for it 80 percent is the get. magic number but it if, really? it's not just fucking cnn watchers it's other people in our community that are falling for the i don't want to say falling for it, like it's a condescending thing but there's so many people i've seen that are like yes we back ukraine i'm like where You've been with me for the last two years. What are you doing now? You just believe this stuff all of a sudden? Why don't you go put a mask on and have an I Heart Fauci shirt on too? Like, what are you doing? I don't get it. Yeah, people 
people are just susceptible. It doesn't matter what community you're in. You're always going to have people around you that are susceptible to the propaganda. Um, I got kicked out of a fucking anarchist group, the, you know, group of self-proclaimed anarchists for questioning the government and, you know, like. What is their mission statement? I have to know. It's so ridiculous. Like, like I even asked this group, I was like, Hey, is anybody willing to get me a gun? Like in Texas, it's legal to gift a gun to someone. You can just give somebody a gun. You don't have to do the paperwork. I can still be the registered owner of it and I can just give it to somebody else. That's totally legal in Texas. So I asked them, like I I needed an AR-15 for home protection. It was the one gun I don't have and, uh, or didn't have, I have one now. Um, but like, I didn't have one and I didn't want to get one legally and I ended up getting one legally, but, um, I know I'm just as mad about it as you are. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, the rest of my guns aren't legal. So all the government knows I have is a single AR-15. Uh, so, but I asked, I asked this group, I was like, Hey, is anybody willing to go buy me an AR-15? Like I'll buy you a couple hundred rounds for doing that for me, but I need an AR-15. And they're like, no, I'm not committing a felony. I was like, it's not a felony. Like, is nobody like what the, and even if it was like fucking seriously, you you should ask them for an M4, Bob, if you asked them for an M4, I guarantee you, they would have bought it for you. Just that 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 boogeyman of AR-15 well, scared like, the shit out like, of him. That's funny too, Matt, because my AR-15 is an M4 carbine style. Yeah, but it's, it's a good, good. Like, it's a good gun. <laughs> so the up, AR-15 I... is like a, a bazooka to liberals. Like they don't understand yeah. that it, it, you know it, they a just big don't scary come... military gun. Yeah, it's basically it got a little bullets that go around corners. It's, it's a weapon of war, yeah. Matt. It's a weapon of war, and it doesn't belong on the streets. (laughs) Dude, with with my twenty-two, I can shoot squirrels with it. I got a twenty-two rifle. I love shooting squirrels. You know, it's like one of those things. You just it's it's not gonna do anything. Do to you? How do you love shooting squirrels? Sorry, (laughs) no, 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 no. It was in in at my old at my old house in Connecticut where they used to terrorize the siding and try and get into my attic and all this. It was I played Kevin McAllister. I had to defend my house. Yeah. Our pets' heads are falling but, off. But like, I have I have a seven millimeter Mauser that it. Now, granted, it's not semi-automatic, but the bullet on it looks like a small missile. Like say, it that's is a, a massive fucking missile, like this giant bullet that's three, four, five times bigger than a freaking five, five, six round. Damn. And everybody's like worried about this like i can punch a hole in you with this seven millimeter mauser the size of a softball like from 300 yards away <laughs> like i can't do that with an ak or a freaking ar-15 <laughs> like it's ridiculous yeah look at that yeah that's some lead Math. right which there. one is it damn the middle I'm assuming. yeah the middle one is middle. The, like i'm assuming that's the seven millimeter mauser because but the one on the a, right five five six then the run on the right is the five five yes. six. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it it's looks a bigger, tiny little bigger. round. Five 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 six is, you know, it's a deadly round. But I mean, my daily carry is a three fifty seven. I call it the hole punch. Yep. Like it'll leave it. I call my AR the wireless hole punch. <laughs> nice. It's not going to fuck you up that bad yeah. unless I hit you like eighteen times. That's it. I finally I I got my AR fifteen because I traded. 
uh, a gun that I don't use and I got it from somebody I don't like. Um, <laughs> so my grandfather, when he died, I got one of his guns from his gun collection. And what I got was a 1892 uh, Colt Frontier six shooter. Badass gun. Bullets are super expensive and it basically it's an antique and everybody I talked to was like, don't shoot this gun. Um, so I, I didn't like did. the, I didn't know. I never shot it. Um, I, you know, I had a hard time finding ammunition for it for a while because it takes a 4440 round. Uh, so it takes a weird round that you, not everybody carries. And so I finally got ammo for it, but then I was just like, you know, this is a 130 year old gun. I don't need to be shooting it. I looked up, I contacted Colt, got the authentication paperwork and it was just sitting on a shelf. And I was like, you know what? I need an AR 15 more than I need this stupid ass gun. Like this is cool and everything, but I don't need it. And so I went and traded it in and got me a gun that I'll use. Dude. think talking about weird ammo to get, I had a, uh, a 380 was my first pistol I got. And I had a bunch of 380 ammo left over and we went, the first time we went out to shoot me and Jen, I, I had a nine millimeter by then, but I still had 380 uh, ammo. And for some reason, the 380 ammo is in the mag that I carry with. So I went out to shoot. This is why gun safety is important, people. Because before I shot, I ejected the mag and was like, "That doesn't look right." So I popped it out and like, "Why is 380 in my nine millimeter?" Oh, that's not a good thing at all. So that's why you got to check your mag every time. That's I don't know PSA. this story. And the time that we went out to shoot, the first time we went to shoot was my first time ever shooting a gun in my whole life because I'm from Massachusetts. So it would have been your last too. You wouldn't have any fingers. That been... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would have been yeah. okay. I hate guns now. Yeah. <laughs> it blew up when it blew up in my five. I only have nine fingers now because of it. So I am anti-gun. Guns are evil. Oh my god! Yeah. It's not your Guns are terrible. Gun. No, yeah, it wasn't my fault. Damn. I'm in the process. But yeah, that's that's of, that's crazy. Oof. Now I'm in the process of getting the 22 rifle that I learned how to shoot on from my dad, so my oldest son can learn how to shoot on the same gun I learned how to shoot on. Uh, that's gonna be cool. Yeah. So. Nice. Well, in my defense, though, the, the rounds were very similar because they were actually expensive Hornady rounds, like uh, mm-hmm. Hollow Point, all that stuff. And they looked very close. Like, it, 380 is not far off from a 9 mil in no. general anyway. So when I looked at it, though, I'm like, that looks a little stubbier, you know? I'm like, let me pop that out first. Good thing I fucking did. That's all I'm saying. Good thing I'm yeah. an attentive gun Gun safety, folks. Gun yes. safety. Like it's okay to own guns, but need you need to know what the hell you're doing. Yeah, know how like, to they use are, it and know I, how to I don't to think operate. anybody's gonna deny the fact that guns are fucking dangerous. And they are, you know, they are what the liberals say. Oh, that's designed to kill people. Yes, it is. Yeah. Ty- tyrants <laughs> mostly. But yes. It's not it's designed to kill people for no reason, though. Yeah, right. it's for protection. Right. You're, if you're just going and killing random people, yeah, of course. But that's the person. That's not the gun. Let's get real right. here. Well, well, the old argument of the, the car. Like, if enough people died by cars running them over, they'd be like, cars are designed to kill people. Yeah. Like, no. Cars are designed to kill well, people. You could kill so many people if you drove way cars more, the wrong way. Probably easier, too, than a gun. You don't have to a aim. Lot. You just and kind you of point get away drive. So and it's been done, you know, we've seen it with box trucks and things like that, that they just drive into crowds. I mean, it does massive well, damage. Fun fact, 
five times as many people are killed with hammers than are with AR-15s. Yeah. So, uh, with a hammer, I believe it. Like, by accident or on purpose? Probably on purpose. Intentional oh, murder with hammers. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I was hoping it was a mistake. You know, you know the pissed off funny. wife, it's though. Not it's like the, alarming kill you. It's hammer. not like the cartoon, Jen, where it falls from the sky and hits him in the head, you know? Mm. There's something know. like... That's funnier, though. There's something like 12,000 people a year that die falling downstairs. Wow. I don't know what the stats are, but there's something similar to people that have uh, vending machines fall on them and they die. Yeah. And it's more than some gun deaths or something. It's more than it's more than assault rifle deaths. There's there's only like um, I want to say like less than 100 assault rifle deaths a year. And most of them are accidents. Um, you know, they're accidental deaths, hunting or kids fucking around or some shit. Um, yeah, it's, it's an alarmingly low number of people. Another fun fact, because I like throwing this one out there. You are almost a hundred times more likely to be killed by a cop than a terrorist in the United States. I believe it. I don't think I'm important enough to be killed by a terrorist. Oh, okay. So vending machines (laughs) kill more people per year than sharks. But right, yeah, they're they're, they're responsible for an average of 13 deaths per year, but that's still wildly high. What are you doing to that vending machine that it's like, fuck you, I'm killing you? It just depends yeah. on the narrative. Okay, if the, so, this if this is in the me- any stat that's in the media, so vending machines, if they became yeah, a huge salt. problem, would kill so many people per year mm-hmm. if the government wanted them to. Just like right. guns become a huge school shootings are a huge problem when people want gun control of course. to be a thing. Yeah. Right. There's tons of school shootings or people are just dying or getting killed all over the place from just random gun violence. And, okay. But blaming the gun well, is like blaming, you know, Budweiser for drunk driving. It's fucking completely silly. Like well, come on. and Bob, it's oh like all God. the it's like all the, the police brutality. Right. I mean, in 2020, every day it was a new story. When's the last time you heard anything about any police shootings or any police beatings? And I guarantee you they've right. happened since then. They're, they're still happening. But so, yeah, but Honestly. they never stopped and they never will. But no. since they're not the hot button item right now, they don't need to push that button anymore to push the racial tension. We're good. And it's like it's so obvious. But people like we were talking about earlier, there's that 80 percent that whatever way that current is pushing, they're just going with it and they get swept up in it. And and that's what these geniuses do with the, you know, the screen. They they are able to show up. They tell you what is should be important to you. And this is one of those things. Well, uh, it's like I've, I've been trying to say lately, uh, the most valuable currency in society is the narrative. Like, yeah, yeah. If you can control the narrative. You own everything. Yeah. Like, and they've got a matters. fucking vice grip on that shit. They yeah, do. it's kind of cool that we're on the outside of it. I do like that because um, I, I see people just you see the news. It's the same like you were saying, Matt, with um the COVID deaths or COVID cases, whatever it was, they were just going over every single one. And I had to say to my parents in Massachusetts, hey, you know, can you imagine if they went over flu stats, like every single case of every person, like every story of whoever died? Every or cancer. How about cancer? Because that's man-made. Yeah, that too. Yeah. How about obesity? Yeah. It could 
Yeah, but if they if they just harped on it and every story you saw in the news was obesity, 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 you'd be like, oh my god, am I too fat? I better stop eating. What the fuck? Like, it makes people focus on something else. So if people really cared about lives, they'd be in front of fucking you know McDonald's and KFC, and they they'd be barring people from okay, going fine. into these fast food food restaurants because that is the number one killer. And well, then they apparently, would also be Bob, outside all- of hospitals. Bob, all you have to do is just invade another country and all of a sudden Move to Russia. all that stuff goes away and you will become the yeah. healthiest nation in the world real quick. Did, you, did right. you see that video of that? I don't know if she was actually Russian, but that chick that was like basically saying that she's like, no need to thank us. Like, yeah. thank you for taking Coca-Cola and, and McDonald's out of our country. We, we thank you so much for this. <laughs> Take your oh, shitty yeah. poison and run. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like Did you guys see that video. Yeah, no, but I've okay. seen the memes that are like five years from now, Russians are going to be the healthiest people in the world because yeah. we've removed all the toxic food. They're going to go back to <laughs> Nephilim status, just, you know? Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's just well, and and here's the thing with all that stupid shit: punishing the Russian people for the acts of government is the dumbest goddamn thing. Like, oh, yeah. why would you do that? Like they had nothing to do with it, and you're punishing the Russian people that are just subsequent bystanders in all of it, and then you're gonna you're gonna affect their pocket. Well, it's the ultimate gaslighting, yeah. right? It, it, you have of to course. pick a team, though, Bob. Bob, you have to you have to you 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 have to pick a team because if I have to pick a team, I'm picking Russia. <laughs> See, I At refuse. This point in time, I don't pick. A, like, I, I refuse to pick teams. This whole team shit is why we are where we are because people can't stand on their own. And they're they've like, just oh, been, you know, dude, you know, there's a new movie coming about about uh, coming out about uh, Russia being on the fucking moon or some shit. And they're like, yeah, dude, there's some new freaking movie about Russia having some fucking secret base on the moon. Really? Well, did you yes. hear did you hear the, uh, the the conspiracy theory that the Russian astronauts were going to take out, uh, take off from the International Space Station and just leave the one American up there hanging. That'd be awesome. So basically, <laughs> yeah, they were so rad. Yeah, like they were just going to say, you know what, peace out. We're we're out. You could stay up here with yourself. Yeah, and it's right. all those people that are they all can... together. Yeah, no way. They're in space. They're like shitting in space together. Yeah. Sorry, yes. but they have a bond that can't be broken with some bullshit ass war that's going on on the flat plane or globe below them. Whatever, Bob. No, they're not above it. They're in a swimming pool. <laughs> Whatever's they're, happening. They're in a swimming Either pool. <laughs> or they're in one of those Either helium helium satellites, Bob. <laughs> maybe but it, like there's no evidence of that so the only evidence of the space station is in a swimming pool yeah and they're constantly surrounded by by camera crews when they're in said swimming pool like and why would you test in a swimming pool it's yeah. the exact opposite environment as space like it's so fucking silly don't get me started <laughs> unreal what's up ryan welcome ryan dude. made it hey. Yay, what's dude. up you forgot you to adjust it. for daylight savings dude why? I got it's ten o'clock out here. An hour late. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh but shit! You, so you guys have already been going for like an hour then? You missed yeah. it. I, I shed, I shed my fucking sweatshirt <laughs> yeah, a little while ago. Oh my, my shit's all fucked up too. Well, thanks. Yeah. No, I mean, hey, I don't know what the fuck. I, I, I that's just my fault, I guess. I was eating tacos. See, that's because Arizona. Uh, oh, I, 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 you were right. <laughs> 
That's funny. Okay, so Ryan, we were about to play this video. I'm sure you've already seen it, but uh, I wanted to play it for Bob because he hasn't seen it. So if I can I haven't seen it. figure it out. Hang on. Let me pull this shit up. This the suspense is killing me. I know. Sorry. Hang You're going to pay for the whole seat, but you only need can the you see? Can you see the Russian chick with big yes. boobs? Yeah. Okay. okay, so this is hilarious. Just listen to what she says. It's only like a minute. Hello, Americans. Uh, this is Natasha from Russia. And we want to thank you for all your sanctions, for taking away from our country Coca-Cola, KFC, McDonald's, and all that shit. <laughs> we understand that you take care of our healthiness. Healthiness. Healthy. And uh, that's why we will be stronger and more beautiful and without fat. So, we take care of you too. And that's why we cut our gas. So, you have to walk by foot instead of using your cars. Don't thank you. Don't don't say thank you. Uh, friendship. I am so sorry. I have to go to feed my bear and drink vodka and play balalaika right now. Uh, see you later. From Russia with love. <laughs> she looks like she went to the same surgeon as Madonna. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Yeah, she, uh, to me, I, she's smoking hot. I think I, I'm just gonna come out and say it. There's nothing wrong you with that. Madonna lately, Ryan? No, Madonna's fucked up. I've seen yes, that. We, we did a whole segment on Madonna yeah, earlier. Go check look at her, her Instagram. Instagram. Oh no, yeah, she's face. fucked up. She looks like a she looks like a plastic like a mannequin. She's crazy looking. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, if you look back, at, we've already covered this, but just real quick, just Ryan's take. <laughs> Look up or Google Madonna 2017. That's not the same fucking person. Either it's oh, not sure. the same person or there's a lot of filters or a lot of collagen or maybe she's just uh, eating better. I don't know. Mm. I think it's the latter. I think that's what's going on. She's probably just got a yeah. new diet. Yeah. She's got a lot babies. more broccoli. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I, no, it's, it's, that's crazy. I wanted to share this with you guys. I was looking, I was doing like Russia, Ukraine or tartaria old land research and i was looking at like the fall of the soviet union and turkmenistan kept coming up dude they had this leader that called he took over when the soviet union fell in like 91 or whatever and then uh in 93 he decided to rebrand the country so he renamed himself to turkmenbashi okay so this guy and so he starts renaming like he renames the airport after himself he does all this, all this crazy shit in uh, like 1997. After he quit smoking, he banned smoking from the country. Um, like shit, like uh, he banned like gold teeth and like caps and stuff like that because he was uh, like big. His vice president ended up being his dentist because he really liked the guy, and so like he was big into teeth. Like he told people shit like. Uh, you know, dogs have really good teeth because they chew bones. You people need to chew on bones and shit like this. And then at one point he uh, 
he doesn't like dogs. So he bans dogs from the country. Like all this wild shit that like you would think tooth advice. Yeah. (laughs) Like just stuff that you didn't, you, you couldn't think a leader could do. You know, he would just put in these crazy, like he changed the, um, the months of the year to like his family's names. Like, you know, April would be his mother's name and June was his father's name. And then he renamed bread to his mother's name. So anybody that wanted to uh-huh. eat bread, they had to say his mother's name. It was just. Amazing. Is he Christian, Matt? Is he Christian? Uh, I think he's Muslim. Okay. So I was going to say, if he's Christian, it'd be really interesting if he's like naming like the, the flesh of Jesus, like bread in, into his mother's name. That'd be fucking freaky. Yeah, no, it looks like he's Muslim. It looks. Yeah. Oh, weird. OK, dude, you know what? Did, did you guys talk about these uh, TikTok kids yet? Talking with uh, with the White House? We did yesterday on Planet Retard, but we haven't talked about it tonight yet. Well, so. <laughs> I found a very, very interesting connection, and I'm actually in the episode that I'm releasing tomorrow morning. I'm going to talk about it. But this is basically what I do whenever I come on here is I just like spoil the fucking work that I do on my episodes. Yeah, but yours comes out before mine. So you're good. Does it come out? Oh, yeah. I won't drop this till tomorrow afternoon. So yours will be out. Well, (laughs) well, dude, see if you can find um, on yours and and you can stream it to us because for some reason when i try and stream shit it doesn't work and sorry about my green screen i'm about to just turn this off i don't know what's going on i'm just a a mess today but you know the uh this guy named aaron parnas see if you can look up aaron p-a-r-n-a-s and uh his message about ukraine and if you can play that really quick and then i'll give you a little backstory after we play that because it's fascinating shit dude Uh, very very weird is he from today no, so just I would type in like Aaron Parnas, um, Ukraine White well, yeah. House message, dude. There's, I'll show you. There's like, hold on, uh, let me share because there's, dude, there's, there's so many. Uh, it's all like little TikTok clips from every day. Okay. See. Oh, that's from Aaron Parnas. Yeah. Um, mm. it's like every okay. day this week. Dude, that guy doesn't look well. No. Yeah, he well, he's he's Ukrainian. I'll tell you that. Um, shit. Well, yeah, he does one every hour on the hour. Um, damn it, man. I wanted to I wanted to see if I can get you get to hear this message. But so basically this dude, his he he, you know, like I said, he's got family in Ukraine. He's Ukrainian, uh, Jewish Ukrainian. And he uh, again, his name's Aaron Parnas. Um he was one of these 30 TikTok influencers that, you know, got on the Zoom call. They get pushed this propaganda from the White House. Jen Psaki was talking to these people saying like, hey, you need to push this message out. Um, the video call is supposedly unavailable and they had to like kind of sign NDAs. They were able to talk about what they what they saw, but they can't record or anything. So. It's interesting to like, you got to wonder like, okay, were they being threatened? Like, Hey, if you guys fucking stray away from this message, you're going to, you know, you're going to lose all your livelihood, you know, oh, without these a doubt, kids they are threaten are, their channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These, yeah, these kids are making money off this TikTok shit, dude. So what, so what I'm thinking here is, and then what I looked into is this specific dude, Aaron Parnas, his dad is named Lev Parnas. Okay. Now Lev Parnas, 
teamed up with Rudy Giuliani early on in Trump's presidency to talk. Did you hear this? Yeah. Oh, no, I know. I remember the name Lev Parnas. That's for sure. Yeah, dude. So Lev Parnas is this fucking TikTok influencers fucking dad that just met with the White House. Lev Parnas started the whole thing about Trump's first impeachment. So he's he him and Rudy Giuliani teamed up and they started talking with Zelensky and they were saying, hey, you guys need to look into Biden. And this is where that whole quid pro quo thing came, where then later on, Trump started saying, hey, you know, we're not going to give you this. I think it was five hundred million or a billion dollars. You know, we're not going to give you this money unless you guys look into Biden and and the whole Burisma and the Rosemont Seneca shit. And so, dude, this kid that's that's sitting here pounding this message home to people is uh, connected to the guy that started the first uh, Trump impeachment thing. And now he's a massive TikTok influencer. And he's meeting with the White House. Yep, that's fucking weird. Well, it's like all those rich kids that were out there, you know, you know, down with the man and all this shit. And, you know, it's like you are you are the problem and you don't even realize it. You are the one percent, you know, but you're claiming oppression because you've never faced any hardship in your life whatsoever. So you're just going to you're just going to virtue signal at all of us. That, you know, we've been living our lives and now we have to all of a sudden listen to you because you're high and mighty and have have a little bit of clout behind you. It's all. Well, oh, by, yeah, dude. That's by design, man. Yeah. That's not that's not an accidental thing. But FDR said, man, nothing happens in politics by accident. Um, nothing happens so anywhere is... by accident anymore, Bob. It's like almost everything is is one scene oh. after another. Like we were talking about before with the whole, you know, war. It's like a theater. It's like they have scenes set up. And think about how seamless the transition was. The day something ends, another chapter opens and a whole new crisis begins. It's like what what are the chances of that? Uh, very very good, actually. That's why you can predict this shit. Yeah. Like they've been doing this same game plan for so long that it's predictable. I mean, we live in the Truman Show. Well, what, like, what do you think the sign was of uh, of Barry Satoro coming down with the Shanghai shingles today? Was that just to keep it out there and 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 have it out there in the ether that people are still thinking about it, or are they are they just, prepping us for for another round of uh, boosties? Uh, another vi- another virus is coming. Yeah, that's that's going to come. You know, Bill Gates, right before the coronavirus, said the next pandemic isn't going to get anybody's attention. But the one after that will. So but is that going to be the pandemic of HIV, Bob? Is that going to be the HIV outbreak from the vaccinations? Because after reading those after reading those Pfizer and Moderna papers, man, the list of side effects and 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 the 50,000, you know, people who are vaccine injured. Not good. Minimum fifteen about that today. That that's weird. I was thinking about uh, how all this shit seems to be lifting, but it's it's almost like the eye of the storm, you know, where we're we're getting like relaxed. Like I went to the the store earlier, right before the show, and I they had taken down the plexiglass, and nobody was wearing a mask. And I'm like, well, we are in that kind of part of California where that seems to be okay right now, but it's still weird to see because it was been it's been here for two fucking years. And I even mentioned to the cashier, I'm like, oh, you took down your your protection. How are you going to you know, protect yourself now? But she's like, yeah, it's weird to not have it there. I feel so like, I was like, 
unprotected. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm sure. Okay, whatever. My but life is at risk that. checking out your groceries every day. I put my life on the line yeah. for you. As I touch all the things you just touched and then you touch them again, but uh, that damn plexiglass, you know? But I'm yeah. thinking I mean, not to bring it too, super political, but Ryan will appreciate that. I'm sure you've thought about this too is the midterms coming up. That's a big thing. Everybody's talking about that. So with the midterms coming up in November, how far would you give it into that, like over the summer, early fall, until they introduce something else? Is it after the midterms directly? Because that would be right on the nose if they did that. But what if it was before that? Or, you know, and they the, the government came out to save us again. The Democrats came out to save us with masks. Are you asking me, Joe, specifically? Yeah, you're you're the political guy here. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, yeah, <laughs> dude. So I think that it's hard to say right now because at this point, and I hate to sound like overly conspiratorial, because I'm actually trying to like err on the on the side of logic over like being overly conspiratorial. Like I try to actually really see things from that globalist perspective right now. Um, just Take just trash off. That's all I want. What's that? I said, speculate your ass off. That's all I want. So uh, if I'm speculating, I think that um, it's going to be a, a somewhat of a miracle if we actually get to elections, I think right now, at this point in time. I don't think that we're going to have fair elections at all. I think that, I mean, dude, with, with this, this whole Ukraine-Russia thing that is being propped up so much, all that it takes, dude, is it's some sort of false flag you know what i mean now if that happens it's really easy for the the biden administration to just declare martial law and then there's no elections you know what i mean there's that there's also um i mean you got ebola you got smallpox you got all these things there is provable i mean there's paperwork showing that the same institutions that are working on uh gain of function covid they're also working on gain of function ebola that would fuck the world up that that wouldn't be like COVID. Ebola with some sort of gain of function aspects would just ruin everything. Yeah, um, bleeding out of my eyes. Give me the injection, seriously. It's fake. Exactly. As fuck. It's fake as fuck. It's not fake, dude. I mean, it, like there. The fuck, there's... it isn't. It's one hundred percent fake. Do you know anybody that's gotten Ebola, or are you just going off what you've been told? No, there's no, no. There Bob, is absolutely like zero proof any virus even exists. There's none. It Ebola? doesn't exist. There's no proof that any virus exists. No virus has been isolated, not even the Ebola virus. It's completely. It doesn't need to be a up. virus, though. Ebola can be a bacteria, too, just like all bacteria the bacteria is real. But well, there you go. So that's you know, what but that's they claim point. Ebola is a virus and it's got viral. And, and when you look at the statistics, it's much like polio and it's much like COVID. The statistics are not scary. Polio had similar death rate to COVID. This shit is all made up. It's environmental and it, it attaches each one of these big outbreaks attaches itself to a new technology that's been released to us. It is, it, it's not what they're telling us. Now no. you can call it Ebola if you want to, but it's not a fucking virus. It's some yeah, other I kind never of said it was a virus. fucking us up. Well, I just want to make that clear for anybody else too, is that yeah, no. viruses don't exist. Like, there is no evidence that viruses exist. This shit is something else, and we have to recognize that in order to know how to protect ourselves. But haven't you seen the artist rendering of the virus, though? The, the scary spike? <laughs> I mean, that's right. pretty real to me. Bullshit. Right. Yeah. Straight, straight from the Olympic pre-ceremony from 2012. Right? 
so Dude, so creepy shit you know there was something there is something to covid though whether whether we want to say it's a virus which i i tend to agree that viruses aren't i mean uh, you know i've never seen any proof of a virus um but i i definitely absolutely do believe that ebola is a real thing just like i believe aids was a real thing right these well, things a, do a, fuck with people it's from but a toxic environment is. more than anything else so you're talking brucella right i mean this is the whole thing brucellosis i mean i know that like this is the thing but that like yeah these these this single organism can fuck with you in multiple ways depending on your genetics right um so yeah dude like as funny as it is for me to like talk about that all the time there's something to that there's absolutely something to it um like lyme disease and all these other things like this shit comes from this weird little bacteria that's a zoonosis right i mean like this stuff comes from animals typically and um, that would be bacterial in nature. But, um, dude, I think that I think that there's definitely going to be some other pandemic type situations that go down, but they're not going to be what, what we're told. Right. I got sicker than shit in January of 2020. I was very, very sick before COVID was even like before I even knew that it could have been this thing that they're calling COVID. Um my mom and dad both got sick. They were sick for a month each, you know, and yes, they're both overweight. Um, your dad got fucked up dude yeah i had to take him to the hospital yeah dude um so i had to take my dad to the hospital and uh you know it was interesting was like you know we we rode in the car without i didn't have a mask on because i had already gotten it i was just like i I was kind of like heavily in that conspiratorial camp like dude i'm not gonna fucking get this thing twice i drove him there um met him there sat there with him without a mask on i I didn't get it a second time right Um, now I do take vitamin D. I take a lot of other vitamins and I, I try to, you know, stay up on like the vitamin aspect of it. But dude, I've been exposed to it several times and, and I haven't gotten it twice. Um, I don't know what that says about it, but dude, something else is going to come around the corner, man. This was just a test. This COVID thing was a test. It was not only to divide, but it was to, it was just to see where the country stands. And then when you see how they're how they're doing this Russia shit and they're trying to get all the U.S. corporations, especially to pull out of Russia, there's an article on CBS that I talked about on the Patreon where they literally just said straight up in the CBS article per the government, per the federal government, the reason that they're trying to push people out of Ukraine is to see how lock how in lockstep these corporations and companies will act with the federal government. Yep, That's corporatocracy. Corporatocracy 101 right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dude, and that should scare the fuck. Dude, that should scare the fuck. But we're there already, Ryan. You know, from a lobbying perspective, we've been there a long time. Now, what we haven't seen is this social push, right? They they usually, for the most part, corporations up until recently stayed out of the political realm. They were they were pretty neutral. You know, you'd get an outlier here or there that would try and push an agenda. But now, like you're saying, it's across the board. And it's almost as if the companies that don't do it are being singled out and, and left out by those who do. And it's a, it's a friggin' wild time right now because mm-hmm. to, to have corporations be able to dictate policy and, and have the ability to just shut you off for no reason... That's a scary thing. Well, what's interesting to think about, dude, is when when did corporations start getting their moral authority? In my opinion, it was when they started, like, especially the food corporations, they started sourcing organic ingredients. And they just call it organic, right? I mean, like Chipotle has organic food. 
and, and, and it's responsibly sourced, right? This is the whole thing, dude. So like when these companies start doing this, they can say, hey, you know, we're not fucking over the environment, you know, even though they're probably fucking owned by Exxon Mobil and, and all these other things. Like um, Chipotle is, yeah, that's what I was about to say. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, and then you have like, you know, Yum Brands is tied in with Pepsi. I mean, when you look into who owns the, the food companies, it's just like the media, dude. There's like seven corporations that own food companies and, and like, what is it? Seven, I think, that own the media, too. So it's it, it's it's crazy. And, and it's going into fewer and fewer hands. You know what I mean? Well, and all of those companies are owned by BlackRock. Yeah. <laughs> In a in a roundabout way, yes. In a roundabout way, they're 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 shareholders. A large share, yeah. Yeah, BlackRock. BlackRock is the largest shareholder of like every company. But Bob, I think that you would appreciate this, dude. I feel like BlackRock's some sort of distraction from all the other shit. You know what I mean? Of course, BlackRock is being, dude. I hear companies or podcasts and like other like you know media outlets that are are not conspiratorial in nature at all and they're mentioning the the overreach of black rocks so what right. the fuck is the real problem well the, they need us they always need a scapegoat right because the rule the real rulers of this realm will never know their names will never know who they are so they're constantly creating scapegoats some bad guy for everybody to point at and say hey there's the bad guy and that just creates more division so um that that's all blackrock is blackrock is just a target it's like seal team six right yeah it's if weird you dude. know if you know their name they're not at the top that's the way you got to look right. at it and and i because exactly. they keep listening to people say you know and they keep and depending on what's going on oh this group you know because before it was a certain group now it's because of all the stuff that's going on in ukraine it's the kazarians that are the most powerful in the world and before that it was the tartarians it's like Guys, you're just throw, you're just throwing shit out there. You have no basis for it because if you know their names, there is someone above them that it, they are the fall guy for. That is so. exactly my problem with the secret society thing. I'm yeah. like, if you know all their all their shit, they're probably not that important. They may be some pawns, sure, but if you know everything about them, you need to go like a couple steps higher than that. And I don't know where that is. So here secret we are societies, talking. secret societies are another fucking psyop controlled up. Like I just saw, I was at the store the other day and the new time magazines or no, it was a history. It was like history channel magazine. That was secret societies was the whole issue of the magazine at the store. And I, I told my wife, I said, I said, see that they're pointing out secret societies so people don't so it becomes mainstream and people don't realize that even secret societies are controlled and you know they're they're getting ahead they're not of secret either that's the right. other thing they're not fucking secret you can i mean if you want to believe what you find online you can find whatever the fuck you want online about masons or the uh oto or whatever you want you can you can go join these things it's yeah, not that and secret. they don't claim to be secret societies anymore they claim to be societies with secrets that's yeah, the difference yeah. <laughs> well and there is a there is a, a pyramid type structure to all these things too because there is absolutely some seriously secret societies <laughs> i mean there you know everyone right. fucking points their fingers at the skull and bones which is i mean that's that's amateur shit right and then you get like the Illuminati and all these things that like, you know, my sister and people in her age group are Knights looking at Templar. 
Yeah, uh, dude, you know, when I go to like my used bookstore, there's a conspiracy section that's about two feet wide. And <laughs> all that it is is Knights Templar and Freemason books. Then you get some alien books in there. And yeah. then on the other side, you have like Wiccan and New Age magic crystal worshiping books. All that bullshit that I fucking hate. I fucking can't stand the crystal bullshit. That shit bullshit. pisses me off so much. It is bullshit. <laughs> so the 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 but like there are these societies, dude. There's these societies that have some fucking role in this stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, the young global leaders, which is what my my episode is about. Um, that the one that's that I'm releasing tomorrow, dude. There's some shit to that. I don't care what anyone says. You know, you can say that that's a distraction as much as you want. There's some people in there because you know what? They say Vladimir Putin's a part of this thing. I dug into this shit deep and he's not. Vladimir Putin is not part of the young global leaders. Tulsi no. Gabbard is, though. Ron Tom said Cotton that. is. Ron said that, too. Ron, in his last podcast on the Wicked Planet, he said the same thing. He's like, Putin was too old. He would have been in like yeah. his 40s. So, yeah. He yeah, was well, not- no. So with young global leaders, you had to be 40 years old to be brought in. When the young global leaders started, he was 69 years old. That's no, so, no that's what know, I meant. You had to be in your 40s and he was yeah. in like his 60s. There's no way. Yeah, 40 was the cutoff. They made the one exception that they ever made was for Angela Merkel, the chancellor of Germany, right? They, she was 43 when they brought her in. Um, but I mean, Mark Zuckerberg's part of this. You know, the the dude that started Patreon, he's part of this shit too. Um, you, you get a lot of people that you wouldn't think. Like I said, Tulsi Gabbard, Tom Cotton, Dan Crenshaw. Um, I mean, a lot of people are part of this group that you wouldn't think would be because they act like they're all about nationalism. Well, those are all the guys who don't get censored. Those are all the guys who can say whatever the fuck they want on social media and never have to worry about getting a strike. Yeah. Did you all did y'all notice slight tangent? Patreon's new logo is a black square. Yep. Well, you know, dude, like that was one thing like uh, it's goofy if we're looking at like, uh, you know, the symbolism and stuff like Rockfin. If you just like take if you look at that logo and you turn your head to the left, it just says A.I. You know what I mean? Uh, Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, dude. I mean, it's that's why I've never fucked with Rockfin. There's nothing wrong with Rockfin. Yeah, dude. I mean, Rockfin's cool. And I know I know legit bat. You guys do really well on there. And that's dope. But yeah, dude, I, I I don't know. There's you can find problems with any kind of, hey, of site, right? Rockfin's I mean, a limited. Okay, thing that now. that was the problem I was kind of getting at, and I'm not uh, knocking on you, Ryan, either about the secret society thing. Oh there yeah, are no. societies that run shit. I think we can all agree on that. I'm saying the ones that everybody harps on for the last hundred years, Freemasons, OTO, whatever. That's a fucking beaten dead horse at this point. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows all about this it's like saying rothschilds it's like oh my god okay yeah we know that but uh with the different platforms too we're kind of all new to this we don't really know what's going on here rockfin i didn't even push to get on i got somebody referred me to that and i'm like really whoa so there's a place that i can go where i'm not going to be censored we'll we'll test the boundaries i have a fucking episode called debunking the holocaust hasn't been removed yet so i might try like rumble or something like that or like i'm gonna try to like prong out to these different platforms and see who removes me first i don't know if that's a tell as to whether they're you know uh, on the new world order agenda or not i don't fucking know all i know is youtube is not the place for us i have like four videos on there and i'm very 
very selective with the videos I put on there. I don't care if I get booted off there. I just want to see where my where my line is. You know? I tested them, well, Joe. I, I I tested YouTube with my uh, with my six million episode, and I put not only did I put a uh, I did like a ten minute like montage of newspaper clips and music and shit, but I also put up my full episode, and it, I'm shocked it's still up there. Dude, that's the thing, man. I think at a certain level, they start removing you. You know what I mean? Because until you're even monetized on YouTube, I don't think they even touch you. You know what yeah. I mean? I've mentioned COVID. I mean, I started my YouTube channel recently. And and I, I think that the rule on YouTube is you have to, before you start getting monetized, you have to have 4,000 hours of uh, view time before they'll even like add sponsorship videos in. Um, I think at that point they start fucking with you. So it's just like, you know, and, and like Rockfin, dude, I'm, I'm sure Rockfin is probably on the up and up. I'm um, not convinced. That's that's where I was agreeing with you. I don't know. There's some sketchy shit with them, too. But I'm just putting stuff out and see what happens. Hey, man, take advantage of it while you can. I like yeah. and that's my no, if it's a platform. Like, yeah, if it's a platform, you can speak freely. Go for it. Right. I mean. Until they shut me down, I'm going to be like, fuck yeah, put my shit up there. Yeah, they won't shut you down for anything that you say, I don't think. I do do like how their uh, coin Ray coin, I mean, Ray is just ear backwards. I kind of like that. That's kind of interesting because ear, like you're you're taking the information from your ear. Um, Dude, that's a whole other fucking podcast about their the way that they try to pay you. I've never earned a single cent off Rockfin because of the way that they pay you. I don't even know how to do it. I have like a crypto wallet of Ray tokens and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. If you try to transfer it, you have to transfer it to Ethereum, which costs like $300 to do. So I've just left it in my wallet. I'm like, I'm just going to leave that there and just see what happens. Because that's another wonky thing to me. That's where I got a little suspect about Rockfin. But this isn't going on Rockfin, so I can say that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, you know, we'll do. And then uh, you have um, Patreon. His name is, uh, I think, John Conti. I mean, dude, Patreon has been really good to every creator unless you're like you know uh people like what's that girl's name that got kicked off um i don't know if anyone knows the girl that talks about like the world economic forum a lot um whitney webb Webb? she yeah she got kicked off um i don't know or whatever his name was i think got kicked off patreon too was yeah i think that was that guy which you know and this is what makes me skeptical of people like tim dylan who i love dude i love tim dylan's podcast i listen to that shit every day and and like on repeat usually because it's just timeless shit i i find out about a lot of conspiracies that people don't talk about from his old patreon episodes but that dude that dude's talked about some shit that like i mean he's interviewed like johnny gosh's mom you know and like just like people crazy crazy things dude and uh, yeah, if you guys don't check out uh, Ryan Christian on on Rockfin or or the Last American yeah. Vagabond website, thelastamericanvagabond.com, this guy just nails it day after day. He's putting out like three, three and a half hour shows on just shredding the narrative. Um, huh. You know, whether it's the Ukraine, you know, whatever, the Wu flu. What you know, the, the the shots, anything. He's been he's been doing it for a long time. He's a great guy. So if anybody you know you want real news, news, he'll he'll go get it. But I'm I actually reach out to him to get him on the show. But didn't Tim Dillon get vaccinated? Is that a thing, or is that was he making fun of that? Yeah, no, yeah, he did, dude. And like the the whole thing is that. But then after they started trying to push for the third one, he was like, no, dude, like this is fucking weird, and the whole plan didn't work. You know what I mean? 
Dude, he's tied in with Joe Rogan. I mean, Joe Rogan's gone on record multiple times and said he, that Tim Dillon's his favorite podcast. Tim Dillon's got the biggest Patreon out there right now. He makes $250,000 a month off Patreon. You know what I mean? Jesus. It's, it's insane. So, like, when you're doing that, when. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, when you're doing those kinds. Fuck. Dude, it's insane. And so, when you're doing those kinds of numbers, you know, by this community's logic, he's got to be corrupted in some way, right? I just don't see it. But the one thing that I do acknowledge is his last name is Dylan. Dylan is an uh, an elite name in Ireland. Um, it's kind of like our our Rockefellers or our Rothschilds. Dylan with an O is uh, is like Ireland's Rothschilds. He's an, an Irish Catholic dude. Um, he yep. promotes a lot of shit. He start his show when he first started it. They were all they were talking about was pedophilia. From a comedic standpoint, it's hilarious. Honestly, like I think it's fucking hilarious the way that they touch it because they talk about like Lou Pearlman. They talk about like all like the goofy shit. You know what I mean? Where it's like, dude, these guys are they're pushing the boundaries. But then like when you kind of look at it from a conspiratorial standpoint, it's like, dude, these guys were kind of promoting some sort of agenda. Maybe they're normalizing pedophilia, um, even though they were clearly making fun of it. But um, yeah, dude, they were talking about sex cults. I mean, this dude was talking about Epstein like right around when when alex jones was talking about it you know what i mean um so it's wild dude the the dude's kind of ahead of his curve and now he's just known as a as a funny guy but i've learned more about conspiracies from that comedy podcast than i have from like alex jones even you know what i mean two hundred fifty thousand dollars a month it might be more than that dude that's insane i've seen it work more than two years like i'd work two i'd work for two years and i would just just fuck up here no, like you wouldn't, Bob. Like, Everyone like, gets addicted to that shit, no, dude. You, once you start getting that money in, dude, you're you're I'm fucking. I'm not a fancy stuff. guy. Look at me, dude. I hey, look, me neither. I look fucking homeless. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, hey, you look great. You know that beard like, is nice like, and red. I, I have like I'm wearing a shirt that I bought like at a thrift store six years ago. Like I just like my my favorite vehicle is a old piece of shit rusty pickup truck. You know, like I want land and chickens more than I want any material possession. And that um, costs money too, dude. You know what I mean? You yeah, can be like with, the little uh, Bill with Gates. Eight, eight little, million little dollars. Gates. I'd like a quarter million dollars a, a month is, you know, give or take what, eight million dollars in two years. Dude, that is more money than I would ever be able to spend. Like, and if you do it right, then your grandchildren aren't worried about money either. So, dude honestly like, man my so much money that's so much money i've seen i've seen that patreon get up to 320 something thousand a month too like because i'm i'm a patreon dude it's insane but um like i would want money to try and like honestly like help mostly dogs i would want to help dogs not so much people people suck but dude like me it's and my insane. mom have wanted to have a dog shelter for for so long but we just don't have the money to do it, dude. Yeah, I'd like my homestead to be kind of like a rescue shelter. Like, yeah, dude. Like take like the retarded animals that people are going to generally kill. So like the the goat with five legs and two heads. And, oh, you can start a circus know, like, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, like my lotto, my lotto dream. Like, if I won some stupid lotto money, like three hundred million dollars, uh, like I'd want to start a school, man. Because more than anything, I want to help children um, a kid because, a school for man, kids that can't without... read well <laughs> how are they good? I am good. The side gig champion though. if i ever got a bunch of money i would totally 
hit up Ryan and be like, okay, side gigs, let's do this. He is like the master of like, okay, here's how we can capitalize on this. You always fucking <laughs> plan, and it's amazing every you day. You gotta have a hustle. Well, thank you, Ryan. Ryan's pretty good at his side hustles. Th- thank um, you. His only like, fans I, is on dude, fire. <laughs> I bet his what? <laughs> your only fans. your only fans <laughs> dude yeah the bathtub video is catching really really good traction right now it's just called moves.com everybody look it up <laughs> no yeah man the dog shit dude i like i i want to do an episode about dogs and like the history of dogs and shit but dude like yeah it's fucked up man like people people suck with the way that they handle uh the way that people run away from responsibility dude well, that's shitty yeah. Yeah, we had it up here the that, other day that uh, they they performed a fucking shitty cesarean on a bulldog and then just threw the dog out the truck on the side of the road, you know, all banged. The up dog, and, yeah, all banged. They gave it a they gave it a shit. They did like a home cesarean on it, trying to deliver a, a pup, and then just threw the thing on the side of the road. Like, are you kidding me? What kind of piece of shit do you have to be to do that? Who did that? Did you People see it? It was in, it was in the it was uh, in the news up here because they're looking for a, a home for the bulldog. Dude, fucking buy that dog, man! I'll fucking oh, I would, but it, they only they're only letting it go to uh, only it'll be the only dog black households. women. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because no, I I dude I I've had bulldogs the last twenty years of my life, other than uh, up until the shepherd, and I love me an English bulldog, man. Dude, there's yeah. no. Better dog. Our dogs half English bulldogs. We have a half Christ, English bulldog, Ryan. half like border collie, and it's the dumbest, smartest dog fucking ever. <laughs> now our dog got all the brains of an English bulldog and all the looks of a McNabb yeah. Terrier. It's the weirdest wow. catastrophe of a dog you've ever fucking seen. She looks seen. like a pit bull though. She How looks old? like a small pit bull. She's a uh, two year, almost, almost two. Two. two oh, okay, so still a baby. Yeah. But so the yeah. mom died though. So the mom gave birth to because the mom was uh, raped, so they didn't fix the dog, and then this McNab like jumped the fence and like humped the dog, and they were McNab. McNab, yeah, it's, that's the it's name weather. of the dog, like Donovan McNab. Oh no, no, it's it's the breed. The breed is oh. a McNab shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it like they named it after Donovan McNab, and he's just laying <laughs> everywhere randomly. He's laying pipe. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, but the dog got pregnant, uh, the mom, and then gave birth to like eight puppies, and then died. And then died because three oh. more were inside of her, and yeah. Well, that's awful. what happens. <laughs> that's why English bulldogs have such small litters because they can't be delivered naturally. They have to be. Their heads are big. Yeah, they they don't. They it doesn't fit. Alive. And that's English why dogs are great dogs, but they're it's unnatural. a it's a lab creation. You know, it's it's a it's yeah. not a natural animal. They because normally they were much taller, much broader. And they've just shrunken them down to these little, you know, round balls of mush that can't breathe. They they yeah. have bad joints because they're so much. Their core is so heavy, and they got these little tiny legs. So it's like me. Yeah. Well, Don't uh, start, dog. man. I I've been through the gamut. I've had one bulldog that that died of cancer, another one that had heart issues, and along the way, it was just vet trip after vet trip. But oh, I would yeah. do it all over again because it they're was beautiful, the greatest dude. dog at all. They're just they're the lovingest thing. I mean, my, my son, when he was born, we brought um, and by the way, the dog knew my ex was pregnant before we did. She would go and lay and put her head on, on my ex's belly at night. And she she wasn't like a cuddler. And then like two weeks later, we found out she was pregnant. 
So needless mm. to say, we bring my son home and I have this picture in my living room and the dog was laying on the couch and we took my son and we just put his head, rested it on her belly. And she laid there with her paw up in the air like this. So she didn't move nothing for a good five minutes to the point where her, her paw was like shaking. And cause it was like, it had been up for so long, but she didn't move. And she was so peaceful with this little baby that I was like, man, this is what it's about right here. This is a, mm-hmm. this is a, a, a beautiful natural animal, you know, a, na- a dog and, and, and a baby. And it has as much love for this baby that it doesn't even know. And I was like, we're set. And, and it was kind of a sign because my son loves dogs and he's got this thing with dogs. And uh, I, I, I like, like you, Ryan, man, I could talk. Uh, let's do a dog episode because I'll go four I'm hours. I'm down, dude. Dogs, I fucking love dogs. I had dude, a, pit bulls. A, oh, buddy of mine, a buddy of mine had a, had a pit bull uh, named Batman because he had a mask on. Like he had this mask over his, this black mask over his eyes, like old school Batman, not the new fucking Batman shit. Hey, I heard that movie's West pretty good. Batman. It's not um, bad. But but he he, you know, had a kid and when he brought his kid home, the dog like just got ultra protective of his his baby and like would sleep right by the crib or if they had it in the rocker or the little bouncer, the dog was right there laying right next to it and protecting it like the whole time. Would just sit there and like this is my kid. I'm protecting it. <laughs> you know, pit bulls are fucking Dude, underrated dogs, they, man. They're so, so badass. The English bulldog, I had two at the time. I had one that was an English and one that was an English-French mix. And the English-French mix was a little bit hyper. And she would get a little wild around the baby if the baby was laying on the floor. Or even if the baby was up in the couch in its little seat. It got wild around the baby. The other, my, my English bulldog would start barking and spinning in circles and pushing the dog away. And then it would get it far enough away. And then it would pin the other dog down and just bark at it like enough, not around him. <laughs> and it was the craziest shit to watch because as soon as that dog got a little too hyper, mama was in there just to break it up and send her on her way. And it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things you can't explain. Like, how does that dog bond? Like you were saying, Bob, how does that dog bond to that baby? You know, it, it doesn't know that baby Weird. for anything. Dude, my dog humps little kids when it come, when they come over. Like, well, that's a dominance thing. A pedophile. Nah, that's, <laughs> he's just, he's just letting him know who's boss, you know, like, and no, that's a, a dominance she. thing. What's that? She, I said oh, it's a she, she spent some humps. time in, she spent some time in your bedroom then watching you, Joe. <laughs> Yeah, that's she's not learning natural. Out. Not at all. No, Why and she's fixed. That's the weird thing. I, I right. <laughs> so that's the weird thing is that she's fixed too. But anytime somebody who like a little kid who's like five years old comes over, she's like, "I'm on that right now," and she's <laughs> fucking town on it. I'm like, "Stop! You're embarrassing me in front of the guest." I don't care. <laughs> five year old. Stop I've it. had I've had female dogs that would hump. Well, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's funny it's you weird, say that because the weird, yeah. yeah, the English bulldog that I had, my we got her and her sister together. So my buddy took her sister, and the sister was a humper. And anytime I would bring mine over, the the whole goal for her was to get her down as many times as she could and hump her. And it was two girls, and it's like, and she would hump anything, like you're saying. I'd bring my three year old son over, and the dog would hump my son's leg when he was sitting on the couch, and it's like. 
dude, what the fuck? First of all, you're female, and and why? What is with? And then if the if you moved out of the way and she wasn't done yet, she would still con- continue with the air thrusts. And it's like, come on, yeah, man, enough's enough. You need to Our get those girl dogs blanket. together and let them scissor, dude. Sorry, go, right. scissor or something. <laughs> no, she, she humps her blanket. Like if we leave a blanket out in her reach, she brings it over to her ottoman, which oh, yeah. is her ottoman now because it, it smells and it's disgusting and there's all kinds of fluids all anyway. Ooh. She'll bring the blanket over to the ottoman, hump Just the saliva. fuck out of it until she falls off. <laughs> and I know this because I've had a house sitter, my coworker, who's like Dude, she humped that blanket until she fell off onto the floor. I'm like, yeah, she's retarded. But I've picked up know. the blanket to wash it before, and as I pick it up, she will she'll climb up onto me and just hump the blanket, but it's on me. So anyone right. watching is like, haha. And I just try to say, like, <laughs> hey, dude, if this if you want to fuck, like, this isn't how it's gonna go. The blanket's not like, gonna do the. It's job. not gonna be like this. Well, you... when you fix them, that's all that they got. You know, like my dog, my girl dog Moo, she humps more than. Uh, she's got a pillow here that we call her boyfriend. It's her boyfriend pillow, <laughs> and she just wrecks this thing. And like the 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 two boy dogs, they don't do anything, dude. Like Ozzy, he's super passive. The new dog that we found, I mean, he's a very passive guy, and he's so nice. You know what's funny though, dude. He's terrified of hot air balloons because every morning there's hot air balloons outside. And, you know, like I'm gone already uh, at work. And then, like, you know, the sun comes up and and this motherfucker is like waking people up, freaking out. Is it out, the sound, and... Ryan? Is it that that noise as they fire him up or is it the sight? I don't know, dude. I think that wherever he lived, it one may have landed next to him because they there's a people, a couple people with hot air balloons that live around me. And what? I think it may be the sound or the smell because he also freaks out when the coffee maker makes that noise. Or it's like that kind of crackly noise. Yeah, that... Wait, yeah dude. And you know what else is fucked hot up? Air balloons? Oh, they have them like, up here, Joe. Out. Jen, you didn't have them out by you? It's a big thing out here. Like, And if they land in your fields, like in your on your property, they give you a free bottle of champagne. They're huge yeah, in Arizona. In Arizona, yeah. they're fucking everywhere. You can get up in the morning and look out over the horizon, and it's littered with freaking hot air balloons almost every yeah. single morning in Arizona. Yeah, I mean, the first in in my area, it's real common. Not all of Arizona, but like like in uh, like because I, I live a little well, bit the valley. Of, yeah, yeah. So Tucson and shit. Yeah um dude it's weird the because where i was at the first time i saw it i thought it was like ufos and shit it was because it's weird it catches you off guard dude um but another thing that i found out about ozzy is that he's terrified of guns which is kind of sad dude like i don't know what the fuck you know happened with him before but you know he's really really afraid of guns because like i'll pick up my gun when i'm going to work and like i'm moving a fast around in the morning and dude i saw him like fucking get terrified when he saw me pick up the gun i think he thought he was gonna get shot oh just is that, the, is, that the street, is that the street dog you picked up that yeah, yeah yeah Ozzie, yeah yeah so yeah. you can you can take it that way but we raised our dog so like i was saying earlier um our dog's mom died when she was like three days old and they the people who raised this dog is Joe's cousins and they had all of the dogs together. They wanted to keep them together as long as possible. They fed them all. They, they nursed them with bottles. They loved the shit out of them. They're like the nicest people ever. And we took the dog at like six weeks. It's supposed to be eight weeks, but there was no mom. So who fucking cares? So we bottle fed her and loved the shit out of her. 
We didn't beat her. We didn't hurt her in any way, shape, or form. But when I opened the garbage bag, like if I put a new garbage <laughs> bag into our garbage can, you'd think I beat her ass with it from day one. She goes and hides in the corner and is afraid of that sound. And I'm like, why? I've known you from almost the day you were born. Like there's been zero interactions with that. It's, I think every dog, maybe they have past lives too. I don't fucking know, but we've done zero things that would now they all got their quirks jen what yeah that's what i'm saying like it so to wrap conspiracy into this i think everything on earth has a soul that's projected from the stars and so like your dog could just be fucked up from a past life it's just like hey i don't like that noise you're the there's last a lot of weird... I would say that, Bob. Thank you. That's yeah, really cool. <laughs> I, I think because I, I mean, it, it's been proven that dogs dream and and have consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's been tr- proven that plants yeah. plants have a consciousness because they can alter because of sounds and temperatures and so yeah, they, they can have communicate. They can communicate again. So, haven't you seen the happening with fucking Mark Wahlberg? Dude? <laughs> These yeah, plants kill people. They kill everybody. Jesus, yeah, they make dude. them all commit suicide. Yeah. So, like, I, I think that could be something that that whatever soul is inhabiting your dog has some trauma from a past existence that is from that sound. Well, how about this? Well, I don't want you. What I was saying was I don't want Ryan to think that, like, if he picks up his gun, it's because of like the past life of his dog right now. Like his dog right now might just be reacting to something else. Like, don't feel bad. Just. Keep oh, doing no. It. Oh, no, trust me, Jen. I'm still picking up my gun. I, I have that thing right next to me right now. I've always got it next to me, usually at least one. So, I mean, I'm fine with that. But, yeah, no, I I, I just thought it was kind of sad. But what were you going to say, Matt? Here, here's a wild one. So, my like I was telling you, my, my English bulldog, it passed in 2018. And that was, you know, my son was probably five at the time when it passed. And that was, you know, his his dog. And so you know, we asked him, you know, what do you want to get after the other one goes? Cause we're not starting another two dog household, especially with the, the one that was left. That wasn't really a good dog anyway. So we're like, he wants a shepherd. So we're like, okay, we'll start fresh with a shepherd. So we go, we, we find a litter ironically out by where we are now in Massachusetts and end up meeting the people. And they're like, well, we have three puppies left, two boys and a girl. And my, my son's gung ho on getting a boy. We go, and we meet the litter. Well, as we get there, you know, the, the boy comes out and it's like a goddamn rocket ship. This dude's just whipping around. He's trying to bite us as he runs by, trying to hump anything in sight. And that was the one my son was supposed to get. And so we're watching him. And all of a sudden, this little one comes out last and it comes over and it just sits next to me and my son. And we're like, oh, this one's and she's like yeah that's the girl of the litter she's like she's real calm and quiet and keeps to herself and she would go play with the other two a little bit but kept coming back and sitting next to my kid and so after like 30 minutes of watching him play and stuff we're like hey buddy what you know do you want to get a puppy and he's like yeah and he we're like which one do you want and he goes i want this one and pointed at the girl and we're like i thought you wanted the boy he goes no no this one chose me he goes, this is our dog. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, this is a five-year-old that's doing this. And I'm like, okay. And so, like, two years later, after we got her, she's, yeah, just probably last summer, he goes to me. He goes, Dad, 
he goes, when did Abby die? I go, 2018. He goes, I go, he goes, when was Coley born? I go, 2019. He goes, do you think it's possible for Abby's soul to be inside of Chloe? And I was like, wow, dude. And, and cause he's like, if you think about it, she treats me the same way. She protects me the same way, but she doesn't even know me, but she acts like she knows me already. And I was like, wow dude i'm like this is like matrix breaking shit in my head because i never put two and two together and coming from him i was like damn that's some insight that like i don't see and he's like yeah she chose us and that's what he tells everybody like this dog chose us i didn't pick her she was the one that had to come home with us and i'm like that's some deep deep stuff but i wonder what you guys think about that like the possibility of animal souls moving along too i dude i think that's a very profound proud father moment man. Oof, that is you're telling me, man. um but yeah dude of course i, th- I think all I-, I think my my what i lean towards with all of the shit that i've researched is that this is a rehabilitation center like it was supposed to be in if you know some of the biblical narrative um and the souls that were cast into the abyss were cast like you would cast a stone and that's what the firmament is like the abyss isn't below us the abyss is the sky it's it's the firmament and we are projections of all of those souls in the firmament and this is just everybody trying to rehabilitate to reach to the next level the next vibration the next dimension whatever that may be um and some have realized that you know they can stay in the low vibration evil state and just if they're here long enough they can control things and those are the people that control this realm. They've been here the longest and they're like, nah, we're not transcending. We're, we're staying here. We don't want to go to the next place and be slaves. We'd rather rule here. Is that like the bloodlines uh, and stuff? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man, I, I, dude, I've, I've had too many dogs and there's a movie. Isn't there a movie about a dog that dies and its soul goes into another dog and that dog chooses the kid? Something very similar to this story. Get out. Um, there, it was like in the past couple of years, there was for sure a movie about this recently. Yeah. A very really? similar topic. Let yes. me Google. Well, and then to, there was to a movie what, about this recently. To what you're saying too, um, that's why we named Ozzy Ozzy because you know, Z. Yeah. What is it? What the is dog's it? Dog's journey. I think that's what it was. Dog's <laughs> journey. That's the one. It is. Yep. Huh. Sorry. Watch okay. that with the boy. This no. Week. Yeah, I want to watch that, dude. Uh, dog's journey. I was thinking it was maybe like all dogs go to heaven. But no, yeah, <laughs> that, what um, were you saying about Aussie? No. Yeah. That's why we named him Aussie because you know Z passed away recently, and Aussie, like you know Z, kind of like incorporating his name because he has some of the same mannerisms, like some of the same little like personality quirks. But, you know, it's interesting, too, to think that all the dogs that we have today and the reason that, like, dogs teamed up with man, like, back in, like, the caveman days or whatever, these dogs that, they like, the dogs that, that are the coyotes or the wolves that teamed up with cavemen, they were, like, kicked out of their pack, right? I mean, they were the betas of their, of their pack. They weren't able to eat with the alpha dogs or the alpha coyotes or wolves or whatever. And so they had to like go and try and scrounge for food. And these cavemen offered them food for protection. Like that's kind of the theory. And then, you know, like then they started breeding them with other things. And then we get these like, you know, little chihuahuas 
it's crazy to think that a fucking chihuahua is actually like a distant ancestor from a wolf. You know what I mean? Or a, a predecessor or successor or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, dude, all the dogs that we have are, yeah. are basically beta, you know, descendants of, of, you know, like wolves and shit. It, it's really weird to think about. Dogs are, are weird because you can, you can breed things into them very quickly. Um, so like I read something, it was a long time ago, so I, I don't remember all of it, but it was like, you can create a miniature of a breed of dog within like two or three generations. So you just like take the smallest of, of one litter with the smallest of another litter and you breed that and that's going to create smaller litters. And then you take the smallest of that one with another one that's done the same. And you can make a miniature version of the dog that you wanted within just a few generations. I always wondered yeah. how that worked because every time I see a pug, I'm like, how did that originate from a fucking wolf? Right. Well, and, and it's crazy that they'll use they'll use like massive packs of pugs to take down like lions and shit in Africa. You know what I mean? It's weird <laughs> to think about that kind of shit. That's not what no, they don't. Yes, they do, dude. Like it's crazy. <laughs> I- I'm imagining a big pack of fucking pugs just swarming a lion like a fucking bed of ants. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and it's not like they're taking like the the, the prides like the prides alpha. They're taking, how many like, how oh, many Jesus pugs are we talking Christ. here? Like a couple thousand. two three hundred yeah. uh, a fucking herd of them. Dude, I will fucking prove it right now. I gotta see this. Oh, that's got to be the best thing I've ever pictured in my head. Ever. It has to be at least pugs. 300 pugs taking <laughs> down a <laughs> How many do you think get killed in the process? At least, like, a lot. A Most third of, them. of them have to get killed. <laughs> yeah, the, one like, claw strike could take out, like, like half, a couple dozen. Half of that third is just going to have a heart attack. They're going to they're gonna be struggling to breathe, and they're just going <laughs> to... Okay. Let me see these pug hunting lions. (laughs) So what they say, what they say from my first search is that pugs are one of the oldest uh, dog breeds, and they straight up say here that no breeds were bred to take to to hunt lions specifically. Most large dog breed, uh, I'm sorry, most large dog breeds will work in trained f. uh, You know, I suck at reading so bad. Um, it's fine. Yes. Most most popular Public dogs school. in the scenario would be Dobermans, but yes, no. Uh, the the thing is, if you really look into this, pugs can absolutely hunt lions. It's just insane to think about this. That uh, I mean, they, dude, it all it, it's just a matter of making these things uh, you know, educated and uh, you know, <laughs> toughening them up a little bit, dude. I, mean, I love it. Small dogs tend to have a pack mentality, so like. Like I, but see, like I would believe, actually, a pack of chihuahuas taking out a lion more than pugs, because chihuahuas pugs like, can I be, love you so much. Chihuahuas can be vicious as fuck. Yeah, and but if you got two or three hundred of those, they'd be like piranha. <laughs> they just just clean the fucking bones. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, dude. Just think about that though. Like when you're going to bed, pug <laughs> fucking up a lion, dude. That's what happens. Dude, I deal with chihuahuas every day. You are 100 correct. I deal with chihuahuas every fucking day, and every time I see one of them, I'm like, no. What? I would rather dig 
Saint fucking Bernard come out <laughs> in this fucking Chihuahua? What if what if the pack of Chihuahuas runs into the pack of lion hunting pugs? Like that's the battle I want to see. That's just a red mist. That's like just three hundred. <laughs> Damn, this master debaters took a turn that I've I never know. quite Sorry, seen Matt. before. <laughs> it's, it's amazingly ridiculous. It really <laughs> is. <laughs> All right, I think with that, we are going to wrap it. I didn't realize it's 11 o'clock already. We did a full show after you joined, Ryan. I, I'm sorry about that. Dude, you know what it is? It's the time change. Yeah, Arizona is the only state, for some it reason, that does do not it. engage yep. in yep. There's, there's like three, two or three states. That is there? Do. I thought Arizona was. Yeah, okay, well, when yeah. I moved to Arizona and somebody was well, like, there's yeah, a Arizona part of one there's state. There's only two other states that don't. Yeah. Part of Indiana. Does part of Indiana. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. It's I like two in, and a half states. I lived in the part of Indiana that did. And how confusing is that? Engage part in that, of Indiana. But the rest of it did not. So I had to take that into consideration when traveling. I'm, I've been fucked up from the, the time change since yesterday, but this morning was especially hard when I woke up and it was dark outside. Like, yeah, oh, I hate it again, right man. I, I, I used to I was liking it because oh, at, at like 530 it was light. But now I'm like, I'm getting up in dark again. It's like this is bullshit. I'd rather have my light at the end of the day. Honestly. Oh, no, Bob, don't get me wrong. When when I can go outside at 630 at 630 at night and and it's a beautiful thing. I'm loving it then, but I hate waking up in the dark. Well, the worst is up here when you wake up in the dark and then you get home and it's dark and you never saw the sun all day. That's 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 when it's a kick in the nuts. But does anyone else do the same thing? Like I've been doing a lot lately. I wake up like 15 minutes before my alarm goes off in the morning, like every every fucking morning, Yep, every morning. Well, yeah. my thing too, Ryan, is I've been waking up at like two between two forty four and two fifty two, like three to four times a week the last couple of weeks. For I no mean, reason, I wake up. I wake up around three o'clock every every morning. Yeah, same. Morning. Yes, yep. usually to pee, but other times yeah. I think it's three, and it's actually like Ryan said, fifteen minutes before my alarm goes off. And then I'm really fucking mad because I Dude. get up. To pee. And waste that time. Then I try to go back to sleep. Then my alarm goes off. And I'm like, okay, do I need this job? Do I really need this job? Well, and it's shitty because you're starting your day off shitty. You're starting your day off pissed. Like, I've been starting off so many days this this last month fucking angry, dude. And sometimes it'll be like five minutes before my alarm goes off. And it's not like... It's not like it's going to change my life if my alarm wakes me up versus like my my mental alarm. But it's like, dude, what the fuck, man? It's just annoying. Do you think yeah. they're doing that you, intentionally? Because, okay, who yeah, likes fucking waking with up me. their alarm, yep. though? I hate waking up to my alarm. I wake up and I'm like, is this a song? Is this in my dream? What's happening, right? <laughs> I hate this. And then I stop it. But your body's like, you hate this. So I'm going to wake you up peacefully to pee. It's five minutes before the time that the thing you hate Maybe. Happens. Go make some fucking coffee and start your fucking day. Maybe. No, it, it sucks. I hit snooze way. like 700 times. Me so. too. Yes. <laughs> I was uh, never a snoozer I, until like 2021, and now I hit. I'm I'm same. I'll hit me like too five times, man. I've me always too. been. Always. My I listen life. to sleep music. My father was a snoozer. Snoozer. <laughs> yep, I'm I'm with you, Ryan. I do the same thing. Listen to some frequency music or different tunes, <laughs> that kind of I thing. I fall asleep. I fall asleep to because of faggot. Bob's burgers. <laughs> That's what we turn on when we're, we're we're fading out. We're like, okay, Bob's burgers. 
Mine Turn used Bob's to be Burgers on a yeah. yeah, it's a great show. Mine used yeah. to be Ancient Aliens. I'd just throw one of those on. It was bound to put me to That's sleep. So so. Yeah, it's boring as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. it was going to put That's me to funny, sleep. Dude. And I get brainwashed with some alien dreams every now and then, which was kind of cool. But hell yeah. All right. Let, with that said, anybody, uh, Bob, got anything you want to plug? Uh, just, I mean, if you want to find me, you can hit me up on Instagram at the moral Bob at the hidden pod. Uh, those are my Instagram pages. I'm not really anywhere else. I used to be on, I mean, I'm still on Facebook, but I get banned if I say like one word or make a single post. So I don't even engage on Facebook anymore and Twitter won't allow me to have a page. So, um, and then my podcast is hidden in plain sight. You can find it on all your podcatchers. Uh, go to Matt Landman's pod uh, website, actualactivistsplural.com. And I think he's got a, a hosting page there that I'm on as well. That's it. Cool. Easy. Yeah, man. And, and dude, your flat earth school series is one of my favorites. Um, and dude, your podcast has been great lately. Not saying it wasn't Thanks, good before, man. but the the last you know like six months dude i can't miss an episode i'm like when's the next one coming out they're the you just dude you're blowing my mind so and i get tomorrow i go back to uh back to economics and politics with brandon so nice nice that'll be fun all right uh joe and jen legitbat.com uh i got nothing okay thank you all right ryan a legit podcast on Instagram. I mean, oh no, yeah, no, he yeah. he already said it. Yeah, okay. legit bat. Just, yeah, just legit bat everywhere. Bat. I'm so tired of doing this. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, you do. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, just Dangerous World Podcast. Uh, same thing. Just anywhere. Just type in uh, Dangerous World Podcast, and it's uh, it's all fun and games, you know. Um, Bob, you got to bring up uh, the the interesting little story of uh, Harry Dexter White too. That's a fun little thing to look into. You, you looked into that, really, with Brandon. No. So Harry Dexter White uh, was going against, uh, you know, he he's the reason that we have the petrodollar and the reason that we have the the United States currency as the main world currency, the reserve currency. Uh, he tricked Keynes into, uh, you know, making making this the the status quo. And fun fact, he was a Soviet spy. So you know, the whole fucking reason that our economy has been propped up over the last few decades is because of a uh, Soviet Union spy. So that's a fun little tidbit. Fun with, with economics. So, yeah, hole. right before the end of the show. Right. Thank you. <laughs> this guy's dropping bombs on the way out, just You're throwing like, grenades. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for uh these are always fun. Sorry, I was an hour late. Oh, that's my bad. I should have uh, texted you. I didn't even think about it. And I thought about it when you hopped on. I'm like, oh shit, he was probably I thought you had something come up, so I was like, ah, fuck it, whatever. Tacos came up. Tacos came up. Tacos are always a priority. Do not neglect yeah. the tacos. Yeah, you can find no all problem. my stuff. Great Deception Podcast, YouTube, all pod players, uh, BitChute. Uh, I think that's it. I don't know. Rum, you'll, you'll find it. Uh, everyone, thank you. As always, this is my favorite day of the week, being getting to hang out with all you guys and uh, an- another fun one. So everybody stay strong and question everything.
Why, why do you think that is? I mean, why is that? I mean, is it just because people are, are lazy today or they're bored? I mean, are we just like bored, spoiled children who've just been lying in the bathtub all day, just playing with their plastic duck, and now they're just thinking, well, what can I do? Okay, yes, we are bored. We're all bored now. But has it ever occurred to you, Wally, that the process that creates this boredom that we see in the world now may very well be a self-perpetuating, unconscious form of brainwashing created by a world totalitarian government based on money, and that all of this is much more dangerous than one thinks? And it's not just a question of individual survival, Wally, but that somebody who's bored is asleep, and somebody who's asleep will not say no? See, I keep meeting these people. I mean, uh, just a few days ago, I met this man whom I greatly admire. He's a Swedish physicist, Gustav Bjornstrand. And he told me that he no longer watches television, he doesn't read newspapers, and he doesn't read magazines. He's completely cut them out of his life because he really does feel that we're living in some kind of Orwellian nightmare now and that everything that you hear now contributes to turning you into a robot. When I met him at Findhorn, he said to me, where are you from? And I said, New York. He said, ah, New York. Yes, that's a very interesting place. Do you know a lot of New Yorkers who keep talking about the fact that they want to leave but never do? And I said, oh, yes. And he said, why do you think they don't leave? I gave him different banal theories. He said, oh, I don't think it's that way at all. He said, I think that New York is the new model for the new concentration camp, where the camp has been built by the inmates themselves, and the inmates are the guards, and they have this pride in this thing they've built. They've built their own prison, and so they exist in a state of schizophrenia, where they are both guards and prisoners, and as a result, they no longer have, having been lobotomized, the capacity to leave the prison they've made or to even see it as a prison. And then he went into his pocket and he took out a seed for a tree and he said, this is a pine tree. He put it in my hand and he said, escape before it's too late. Of course, the problem is where to go because it seems quite obvious that the whole world is going in the same direction. This is the beginning of the rest of the future now and that from now on, there'll simply be all these robots walking around, feeling nothing, thinking nothing. And there'll be nobody left almost to remind them that there once was a species called a human being with feelings and thoughts and that history and memory are right now being erased and soon nobody will really remember that life existed on the planet.